0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. I'm Heather Carrow. And I'm Joe Rutten. And we are broadcasting this morning from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're at the Mustard Seed Catholic store. I'm glad they let us broadcast from here.
2: Yeah, it's a nice little spot here, Heather. You know, we can I might be biased and... <laughs> right, right right. my mom runs the you know store. anybody
1: maybe you must have a connection maybe <laughs> but i'm excited to continue on because we've got brandon connell on the line he's the director of the choral program at mount marty college good morning brandon thanks for joining us
3: good morning thanks for having me this is a pleasure so can you tell us a little
1: bit about yourself for the listeners
3: sure um I grew up in eastern Iowa, a town called Clinton, Iowa, and did my undergrad at St. Ambrose University in Davenport, Iowa. Uh met my wife, Katie, there. Well, she also graduated from that university. And we've sort of traveled around the country a little bit, um, tracking my education through graduate school. And we landed here in Yankton at Mount Marty College. Uh, we've got three little ones and a fourth on the way, so life is good and full. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, just as we like it, boy.
2: You got four, Brandon. I uh, I got to three, and you're then, behind. Joe. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, I got I got to catch up here. So, we, we <laughs> I got three boy. I got three. I got three boys. Maybe if uh, maybe I can get sneak a girl in there or something. I'd I'd love to have a <laughs> It'd girl. Be a for sure. Right. I'd love to have a girl, Brandon. How are you? It's been too long since uh, the Corona pandemic has separated us.
3: Doing really well. We're all healthy and you know, keeping, keeping up the immune system and just staying positive. So really good. How about you? Things right. are good? Doing,
2: doing great. Yeah, absolutely. You know how it is. It uh, <laughs> doesn't take much to get me excited. So, you know, I'm an optimist. I, you know, we'll see, I'll make the best of whatever the situation is. I'm stuck at home. And if you caught uh, one of my radio programs earlier today, um, one of the things I'm going to start doing is uh, watching the sunset from the roof of my house. Thought well, if Beautiful. I'm stuck at if I'm stuck at home, I might as well catch the sunset. Yeah, <laughs> you know? so, How, how's that been so, going? Well, we'll talk about that another time. Though, <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, we started together at Mount
3: Marty in 2017, right? Yes, we did. It was a good year. Yeah, right, um, right. Lots and lots uh, of good you, things going on at the mount. Absolutely.
2: Right, and so you know, I was interested that we live in kind of a compartmentalized world you know we go get like our education and we do science over on one area and we do business on another Mm -hmm. and humanities over there and you know choral program there and you know never shall the other meet (laughs) and that's not really that's not really the history of education particularly uh liberal classical education that mount marty is built under or the christian tradition um When we look at the beauty of music, first, I guess, share with uh, uh, the listeners a little bit about the beauty of music in our faith. Like Mm. this idea that says music and faith, they go deeply together Mm -hmm. back to David and the tambourine and, you know, the Psalms and this type of stuff. Tell us a little bit uh, from your experience or, or your passion about faith and music.
3: Oh, there's so much in scripture just about the importance of music and, and singing praises unto God. Um, Christ and the apostles saying at the last supper. We have no, we could stop right there. Uh, but yeah, we've got the book of Psalms and just how integrated music is, singing specifically into the liturgy, um, and how it is encouraged throughout scripture to be used and employed in daily life and daily prayer. So. Hmm we've got a lot going for us as musicians if we if we use it all in the right way I right think, um go ahead, Joe,
2: yeah, I was just thinking you know if we so in the modern world, we want to kind of say music is for church on Sunday or you know um, but what is it about music that on a daily basis might be like a weapon that we can use to to for the downtrodden or for when we're we're having a tough go like um, can music be used like as a weapon to help
3: us fight
2: the challenges of living a good life?
3: Yes, I think it, I think it can. And, and just as a, just in the most, the most general way, so you've got people of different faiths or, or people who might disagree on certain things, Music is, first of all, just one of the great pressure release valves of, of human life. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's pleasurable, it's fun to listen to. We can grab a groove or a beat or we can hear a beautiful melody and we can pretty much all agree on what's really cool about that or what's beautiful about that melody or that particular piece of orchestration. So we, if nothing else, it's a place we, it's something we can speak about without immediately hitting a wall of disagreement or, um, you know, getting angry about something. So that's, that's one beautiful, beautiful thing about music. And it is, it's so broad and so far reaching as a subject alone. And an art form that I think it has beauty to offer in every place, uh, and really for people of all ages and all all backgrounds.
2: Wow, the pressure a pressure release valve of human life. Amen. Wow, that is powerful, Brandon.
3: That's music, and I'm biased, but I think it's it's one of the great subjects, and obviously. Mm-hmm. I- well, uh, uh, maybe
2: I'll give a just to give some context. Uh, this morning at breakfast, I did early morning mass and and then me and a friend went and had breakfast. And when we went in, the background music at breakfast, immediately, my buddy and I were like, "Oh man, this is great music. Mm-hmm. And I'm
1: telling you, Brandon, it changed the whole breakfast. It does. Music yeah. changes everything.
2: Right? It like enlivened us. It like, we we're like kind of started nodding, tapping our toe. Like, it was almost like put us in the groove. Yeah. For, for the, mm-hmm. the table conversation. And, uh, you know, what's the first thing that oftentimes you do when you jump in your car after listening to Real Presence Radio? Uh, you. you listen to the, you know, you get some tunes going, yeah. you know? You,
1: uh, and you're driving down and you think you're real cool and everything. <laughs> like, everybody can hear what you're listening back, back to. Back to when you're like 17, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs>
2: Brandon, what kind of music Ooh. you like? What's your personal? Like, you got something at home or what's on your car, your, pot, your iPod list, you know?
3: You got something on yeah. there
2: that like your preference is?
3: After choral music, I mean, that's where I live. I'm, I'm a pretty normal guy. I mean, I, I listen to just about everything. If I'm, if I'm at home or working out or something, it's it's probably some some country, some rock and roll, a um, little bit of R and B and hip hop. I mean, I try to. I, I have the advantage of of hanging out with college students and teaching a music appreciation class, so I get all kinds of new music thrown at me uh, through my students. So I really do kind of put everything on. And if someone gave a presentation this week about drake well i'm putting drake on just so i can sort of get into their world a little bit oh really uh, so yeah, i kind of live in all different places with music and i really do love all of it really,
2: really so you use it as a human connecting piece too you use it as a way to get to uh build relationship with your students
3: yeah and i guess i mean i think it'll hopefully it'll always help keep me a little bit young or at least connected because <laughs> you know we always have these these issues of uh Sometimes we don't do so well intergenerationally. So I think it just going forward, it's, it's wise. um, It's fun for me. My my ears are always kind of itching for something new anyway. And all my students listen to things that have text. So, we can, And that's the great thing about choral music specifically is that it is a great marriage of music and text. And so all music that uses words is, is kind of worth looking at that way. That's how you can... You know, words are important, so we can look at those and we can try to discern meaning and uh, where people are coming from.
2: Wow, Brandon, that's really, really interesting. Uh, my buddy this morning, Rory Kelly is his name, and Rory mentioned like uh, a couple of different uh, rappers, um, and what he mentioned was that they're poets.
3: They are poets. Right. incredible poets.
2: Right. And I thought, oh, yeah. And so what he was leaning into, I was leaning into the beat, like I like the beat we were talking about, and he was and he was leaning into to the message. He was like, well, why I connect with Drake or whoever is the message. What they say is so powerful. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. They are saying something,
3: too, mm-hmm, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes, what they say, who they're speaking to, uh, tells you a lot about where they're coming from. And I do think with a with music like, well, hip-hop, rap, R&B, um, that it's really beat-driven, um, but that's an accompaniment, So, and, which is also an important, sophisticated part of the music. It's one of the say the voices of the music. We have that in things like choral music, polyphony and such, um, which is very telling about the music, but yeah, the message, the poetry, and just how how ingenious a lot of that poetry is. Really incredible
2: well wow, i'd really love that that uh, you 're able to to see those different levels and angles and aspects to music i 'll be honest with you I love music but i'm since I was in kindergarten and my Music teacher tried getting me to play the piano and sing.
0: (laughs) I realized I've been given
2: a gift of gab, but not to sing. Uh, And and so it's one of those things where the more and more I've learned to really appreciate the
1: totality of music and classical music and Mm -hmm. different things of that nature. Well, and Brandon, I'm interested in, um, because I truly believe that uh, what you listen to also greatly affects your daily life. So whatever you're inputting um, can you talk a little bit about uh, the different types of music that
3: maybe isn't so great? Sure. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Uh, I think we have to be careful because music is so powerful. I mean, yeah. it's just a very powerful art form. So it it can sway the emotions mm-hmm. very easily. Um, it, it can it can sway the passions, and we just we just should know as oh. humans, you know, we've got to be careful with that. As good as it is. To, to display emotion, to talk about the emotions, you know, as um, as an art form, it's nice if we can think about those things rather than act on them. And I think that's where uh-huh. most music- musicians come from, um, from that place of, you know, we have things we want to say. Uh, that doesn't mean you should go out and do them. Um uh-huh. You know, and, and I, I do think listening, obviously, to more positive music is going to make you a more positive person. I think listening yeah. to more beautiful music, objectively speaking, is, is going to help you recognize beauty. And yeah, I'm, so I, I'd, I'd say I don't listen to a whole lot of stuff I would consider bad because it just doesn't make me feel all that good. But yeah. uh, you're still right to say that it does sway the emotions pretty
1: easily. Well, and I think a lot of times people don't even think about it. You know, they might have a certain station on in their car and they might, you know, end up feeling really bad about themselves or really frustrated or really angry. And I don't think people realize how emotional music is. And sometimes maybe just changing that channel to something more positive. It really does change your outlook.
3: It does. We'll do an exercise in one of my classes where we take a song that's got a great beat, great groove, but it's Mm -hmm. got lyrics that are... You know they're not good lyrics. They objectify a, a person, a race, a gender, or something like that. And we'll take mm-hmm. a, we'll take the beat out of it and just look at the lyrics, and the, the students will be amazed. Oh, I mm-hmm. guess this isn't it was a great <laughs> beat, but not maybe not such a great song altogether, just because the lyrics are, are what they are.
1: Absolutely. Well, and I think it's just really interesting on you know just maybe being more self aware, and and that's always a good thing to point out. Well, this morning we're talking with Brandon Connell. I'm Heather Caro, and I'm joined by Joe Rutten. And we're talking to Brandon Connell. He's the director of the choral program out at Mount Marty College. And we're going to take a quick break here, Brandon, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what you have envisioned for Mount Marty College, what brought you to Mount Marty College, and then what your dream for the choral program is at the school. So we're going to take a quick break And when we come back, we'll uh, have more with you, Brandon.
3: Looking forward to it.
1: All right. Thank you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you desire to deepen your relationship
2: with Jesus Christ? If so, Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota, invites you to register for a men's or women's Ignatian Silent Retreat in 2020. Every retreat is led by an experienced retreat director who will offer a series of points for prayer, inviting you to a personal encounter with Christ. For more information, you can call 605-263-1040 or visit broom tree Org.
0: Easter Greetings. This is Steve Sponskowski. I hope you are all safe and well. It has been a great joy to serve as Executive Director for Real Presence Radio for just over 13 years. It has been a very blessed time for my family and a great opportunity to learn to serve and trust. Our family has discerned that the Lord is calling us to step out on the water in faith and follow Him. Where that will lead, we do not yet know, but we are beginning our search. I am working on a transition plan with our board of directors, and Real Presence Radio is now accepting applications for the position of executive director. It is a very rewarding opportunity for somebody with a great love for the church, evangelization through radio, and a proven skill for leadership. For more information and a job description, call us at 701 795 0122 and ask for Brittany or email. Brittany at realpresenceradio.com. Thank you for all we have been able to accomplish together and thank you for your continued prayers for Real Presence Radio and our family.
1: I chose Mount Marty over at State School because of the small classroom sizes and because of the small faculty to student ratio. I want to be able to develop a relationship with my professors and not just be a number on the wall. Hello, my name is Mitchell Lahneman. I'm a junior at Mount Marty College and I'm originally from Adrian, Minnesota. You can really develop relationships with your professors and Mount Marty offers lots of opportunities such as leadership positions and different clubs and activities to participate in.
2: Mount Marty College. Experience the momentum.
0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. How we doing out there, uh, our radio
2: listeners from coast to coast, right? Uh, (laughs) Around the globe, Heather, I'm I'm confident, I'm confident. It's not just the five-state... Uh, region up here in the the northern midwest but around the globe we're joined here with uh, by brandon connell choral director of the program here at mount marty college in yankton south dakota Uh, thanks for being with us brandon
3: yes thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be here today
2: so Brandon, I joined Mount Marty at the same time you did. There were seven of us, uh, Jason Heron, myself, you, Jennifer Barr, uh, uh, Daniel Flay, a whole host of us. We're all still there. That's a wonderful wow. thing when three years later you can all stop and say, boy, what, what, what must be going on uh, that everybody still is hanging around. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe just quickly for our listeners, Brandon, what brought you to Mount Marty? I know it can be an a complex question, right? A lot of times it's a job that's why mm-hmm. you're at Mount Marty, but you know what is it about where you came from and your deliberation and you know were you looking at other places and boom, you ended up in Yankton, what brought you to to Mount Marty in Yankton, South Dakota?
3: Well, I was in my second year of my doctoral studies, just wrapping that up, and my advisor sort of gave me to go ahead to look at some jobs, knowing that I had a third year of study coming, but that figuring that we could work it out to complete the doctorate if I were to get something. Because the job market is just kind of a little bit nuts in higher ed. I think most people would agree with that. So I did look at, at several jobs, and, and Mount Marty was just a clear front runner. Um I had a great sense about the place, the people. Um, I just had never met more nice people, nicer people. And it was just clear that there was really something going on, something happening there, something bubbling up. Uh, I love the, the sacred spaces on campus, specifically Bishop Marty Memorial Chapel. Um, want to hear my choir there at any time, I encourage you all to come and hear beautiful choral music in that space. It's right. the and best Brandon- I've ever been in.
2: Right, that's like one of, I would say, I've been around the Diocese of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, pretty much in every church. Mm-hmm. It's probably the th- top three, right? We have the Cathedral in Sioux Falls. There's the Cathedral on the Prairie out in Hoven that a lot of people yes. talk about and know about. It's a beautiful building. The Martin Marty Memorial Chapel in Yankton is something a Gorgeous. lot of people have not seen. And it's its own unique,
3: magnificent You walk in structure. and you're like,
1: how am I in Yankton, South Dakota? Right, <laughs> Yeah.
3: right. And Brandon, you get treasure. to perform there. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's our home. I mean, if you talk, if you just do a cross relation with sports, real quick, it's our home court advantage, kind of. And it's it's just a treasure of a space. It's such a sacred space. Number one, um, you've got liturgy of the hours prayed there. You've got mass. Uh, you've got beautiful sacred music. You've got students passing through to, to worship and do adoration. It's it's a gorgeous thing to have yeah. on campus. It's absolutely something to be thankful for.
1: Well, and I'm interested, uh, Joe, you said that seven of you came all at once. Has there been a shift at Mount Marty College? Was there a reason? You're listing off all these people and all these people that have stayed. Right. So for you and Brandon, has there been a shift at Mount Marty College?
2: Well, Brandon can give his own perspective. We all have our own perspectives, and it is a job. At the same time, many people would say I felt called. And mm-hmm. I would say that I felt called. Uh Mount Marty is, you know, it's been around for a long time, right? Nineteen thirty six it was founded. It was founded by the Benedictine Nuns as a, a nursing teaching school. And so it really predominantly served in its early years uh women in those two professions. Sure. And Yankton had its own men's college, you know. Well, as in the nineties, uh the Yankton Men's College closed Mount Marty became more of an all-inclusive uh, college, uh, including men and sports and all these other different things. We're getting football, by the way. You know, everybody's all you excited about are. that. But more, more than that, like I'm excited about sacred spaces and sacred music because what I know is what Brandon just said that right there about it's a, about what music does for the human person right and yeah. so so what's going on there is it's like all of these programs right that mm-hmm. maybe in the last 10-15 years um, just needed to ha- kind of have some uh, vigor it, renewal right Every, yes. everybody needs to have a 10-year shake-up right where you just right. kind of shake you know and that's kind of what was what going on so Mount Marty hired Mark Long And uh, four years ago. And so Mark's really been the one that's kind of just created this place in which everybody Mm -hmm. feels like they can stand tall and, and, and grow a great vision and then bring that vision about. And so I wouldn't say, I'd say, yeah, there's something special, but it's a continuation of what's always been going on. But there's a lot of faculty that have been there for a long time. And then there's a, a lot of fact, there's this group that's like been there re- more recently. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great mix all the way through of the elders and the youngers, yeah. you know, and it's not an that. age thing, but who has been there? There's stability, in the community. And yeah. I just have always been a part of employment opportunities where in education it's very common for people to come and go. Yeah. And that's not unusual. And I got here and I'm like, wow, all these people that I was hired with are still here. <laughs> They're still here. And I think it just goes it says to the a culture. a about the
1: college. Right,
2: right. And the idea that says people are excited about what is possible.
1: So, Brandon, you are thinking about the CORE program. Uh, what is your dream? What is possible? for the Mount Marty College choral program?
3: Oh, so much is possible for us. I mean, we, really, the the basis of the program is to reflect the light of Christ unto others through sacred music. We don't only sing sacred music, but we we do largely sing. There's such a huge treasure of sacred music. And I think the vision is just to provide our students with an outstanding choral experience, as good as they could find anywhere in the country, and just to continue to increase and deepen their faith and more specifically, their their spiritual God given gift of music. Uh, so yeah, we just want to continue to grow. Uh, I've, I've had bigger recruitment classes every year since I've been here. We just want to yeah. keep that going um, until there are literally hundreds of, of, of students singing in our choirs at the college. We want it to be a place where music is always happening. Not maybe not always just choral music, but you know, where students feel free to to um, express themselves through music, those who have, who've got the gift. Because I believe it is a spiritual God-given gift. And so we just want to facilitate that and really help them deepen that and grow that.
1: So when a student is looking at Mount Marty College and they decide to join um, and are excited about the choral program, what do you think they're finding at Mount Marty that they're not finding elsewhere?
3: A lot of fun. I mean, some pro- choral programs... Are fun. I mean, in general, I think they are fun, but some programs are, are, are run in a very strict way, which is less fun. Mm-hmm. So I think that, I think, defining great relationships, uh, a, a family atmosphere, uh, the opportunity to, to sing their faith and discuss what that means in their daily lives. Um, we, have, we have Catholic students, we have students of other faiths, too, and we just are really open about discussion about what, what texts mean, what do they mean for us today, now. Um, they're not just historical pieces. Uh, they, they reflect what we're experiencing today in our life. So I think that's unique. Right, you know that's,
2: that's interesting. I would say that uh, I got when I got my first job, I was asked in the interview, um, what would you do in this circumstance or situation?" And my response, and I really didn't know, uh, and I thought, I, I don't know, but we'll have a lot of fun. <laughs> and it just like rele- it released the tension in the room. You know, they, they kind of felt for a minute like this, he doesn't know what the answer is. And when I said, I don't know, number one, they're like, well, at least he can admit he doesn't he's know what he doesn't yeah. know. He's honest. Um, and two, it, it was like, oh, but our kids are going to want to be around him. Yeah, right. They're going to want to be a part of whatever he's doing, and we can help him understand what he needs to do we can train mm. we can help him learn to be a better teacher mm. but if he if he's not a person that kids want to be around we can't fix that i can't no. and and that's a great response brandon i love that like we're going to have fun people want to have fun right especially in college the question i've always had is in college are we having the right kind of fun mm. and yeah. I, it sounds to me like you want to have the right kind of fun right a culture where people yeah you know, can enjoy themselves and relax and, and laugh and smile. And boy, that's important to be
3: human. Yeah, and in a culture where my relationship with them, my getting to know my students and them getting to know me is equally important. We're wow. both reliant uh, on one another uh, to grow the, cult, the great culture at, at the college and continue that great tradition, that great history, but also to make sure it moves forward and continues to be a force for good, a force oh, for, for spreading the it. gospel.
2: I love it, brother. That is beautiful. It sounds like you're going to be the type of professor, when I went to college, that's going to have, like, uh, I'm going to know their their family. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to know yeah. his, his wife and his kids, and, <laughs> like, they're going to be around once in a while. And, like, <laughs> I'm going to look when I'm an adult, and I'm going to be like, Brandon wasn't just my professor, uh he he was like a mentor and he's somebody that I keep in touch with
3: yeah Joe, I'm a big recruiter. I'm already recruiting the children that my students don't have. <laughs> ah, I love it.
2: I love it, Brandon. You know, there's a lot of hope, and uh, we just look at music, and, and it really does bring a lot of hope to people, right? Whether it's uh, in times of sorrow and sadness, music is there. Whether it's in times of triumph, and, and you know, or maybe it's tragedy like this you know, most recently, uh, but music is always present in our lives, and I think it's important that we continue to lean in, that we invest, and that we promote and push uh, the choral programs all around the United States absolutely. and uh, because I happen to be at Mount Marty College <laughs> we get a push uh, Brandon a Connell yeah absolutely Brandon <laughs> Brandon when we look at uh, you know your own personal faith life you do mind sharing with us just a little bit about your own personal faith journey or your faith experience and then how does that play out within your love uh, and your, your vocation to uh, the choral program
3: well, I'm a, I'm a Roman Catholic. I was, um, raised in a strong Catholic family, bunch of good people, was brought up in a good faith tradition, had, you know, nice parishes and good priests growing up. So very pleased with that. As a musician, I've served in all kinds of churches. I have to say, I mean, you like going through graduate school and even undergrad, you just kind of serve and sing where needed. So I've been, I've worked in the Baptist churches, uh, the Methodist, you name it, the Lutheran mm-hmm. churches as a singer, um, just flying my trade. Uh, but, yeah, and I don't currently serve as a music director or at any parish now, but um, certainly go to church on Sunday and sing big and uh, uh, yeah, that's that's how it plays out. I mean, I I love singing with my congregation at, at parish at St. Benedict here in Yankton. That's one of my favorite things to do. It's been a little tough with the, the virus scenario to not get all the regular access to that. Um, but, yeah, that's how it plays out. I mean, it's an everyday part of my life. That's, if I don't sing at at morning mass, I'm going to sing a little bit of chant during the day just as a mm-hmm. personal prayer or something like that. It's regular practice.
1: Beautiful. Well, thank you, Brandon, so much for being on with us this morning and sharing your vision of the choral department at montmartre Marty College.
3: You're welcome. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of yeah. fun.
1: Yes, thank you. Well, Joe, first hour's over.
2: That goes quick. It does.
1: go <laughs> quick. <laughs> And we've got, we still have two stellar people that are coming on, Mark Long and Jameson Rounds.
2: Right. The, uh, we've, we've brought in on the front end, uh, uh, beauty. Yeah. And I don't want to say that it's the beast on the back end, but it is like the, you know, you kind of got the business on the back end, right?
1: I'm telling Mr. Long (laughs) that you called him a beast. You got
2: the, you got got the creative and then we got, um, yeah, we look forward to it in the second half hour with, uh. Mark Long, president of Mount Marty College, and Jameson Rounds, chair of the business program.
1: We'll be right back, folks. Stick with us.